Welcome everybody to the Maze of Thoughts podcast. Another week, more topics, more discussions, and we are here with me, Apollyon, Miss Nomer, and Wretched. Hello, guys. Hey, welcome, and we're happy to be back. Hey, what's going on? Don't leave your thoughts incarcerated within your mind. Let them out. Let them roam free. Expand the knowledge and the wisdom of others by transforming your thoughts into words. Let your thoughts find their own path through the maze. The maze of thoughts. So, for the beginning of it, as usual, before moving on to the topics, let us tell you all about the social media where you can find us, so that you can keep up with the news. First and foremost, castbox.fm is our primary platform where this podcast is hosted, so click or tap the subscribe button so that you get notified every time a new episode comes out. It also helps out a lot reaching broader audiences and more people that might need to hear some thoughts. You can check us out on Twitter at Maze Podcast. Our Facebook is facebook.com slash Maze of Thoughts Podcast, as well as our Instagram. And if you'd like to interact with us live through Twitch, the link is twitch.tv slash Maze of Thoughts. Uh, maze underscore off underscore thoughts. It's very important that you keep the underscore there. So head there and give us a follow for notifications. Let, uh, uh, let me also tell you guys that if by any chance there's no streaming from us for a long time it's because number one my internet sucks and it feels like no one uh, has a decent connection to actually stream the cameras and everything going on but hopefully in the future in the near future we're gonna have that set up and we're gonna have that going also our patron can be found at patreon.com slash maze of thoughts and if you'd like to join us for conversation participate in future podcasts or listen to us while we record you can check our discord at discord.me slash mot podcast mot podcast remember that come to our discord maybe you'll be a guest eventually at some point who knows only the future can tell right now moving on to the topics folks and there's a topic here that I wanted to talk for a little while now, but I believe this happened last week, and it's kind of a messed up thing, honestly, but this there's this weird obsession, and honestly, these, these are all grouped up together topics. So, basically, the streaming personality, Dr. Disrespect, for those of you who don't know who Dr. Disrespect is... He's been doing this for a while. He's not a new guy who just joined Twitch and made a bunch of people watch him because he's good at games or anything. He's been doing this thing for, I think, 10 years or something like that. I do believe that the first appearance of Dr. Disrespect was on the Machinima with, alongside C-Nanner's Mr. Sark and Hutch. And Hutch. So mm-hmm. he's been big in this, this whole thing. So... Recently, when I say recently, it's been like years ago, but a few years ago, he joined Twitch and he started doing his persona on Twitch. Now, 
I remember watching Dr. Disrespect with 400 viewers, and he got hosted by Curvy Llama, which was also a small streamer. I don't know if she gets more than that nowadays, but she was also a small streamer. And basically, she hosted Dr. Disrespect. This, this is very funny to remember this thing. Granted <sighs> that nowadays, Dr. Disrespect gets 20,000 to 30,000 viewers on Twitch. Now, he recently, I think it was, again, I think it was either last week or two weeks ago, but he was just playing, I think it was PUBG or some other game, and his house got shot at. Oh, man. In the middle of the night when he was streaming and he has a child in there as well as his wife. Obviously, the child is the one that is most concerned uh, for because it's a child. But I think personally, whoever did this is either somebody who's jealous, incredibly jealous of who he became. Uh, it's either somebody who really needs attention so they just do that or just plain is a sociopath who fucking hates Dr. Disrespect and wants him out of the game for whatever reason. Now, whatever the reason may be, this is very, very bad because you don't, you don't just go out into the night and you shoot some, some other man's house. Uh, again, this, there needs to be a background check on who has weapons because this is fucking insane. This is pure insanity. If you can do this and get no repercussion, because basically I think he just ran away, then I don't know. But this is very, this is very ridiculous. So what wait, are you doing to your guns, America? It's your they people. They didn't apprehend anyone. No, I think he just got away. Oh my god. He, he drove by his house, shot his oh. window, broke the man's window, and just ran away. What the hell? I mean, we're living in a really dangerous time uh, as far as just there's very little privacy, especially if you're a streamer, because when you have like people that are really well versed in technology, can use hacking to find your. Um, your, what is it, the VPN number for when like, your internet and everything. That's that's really unnerving to know that people have that kind of skill set that they can find you anywhere you are in the world and come to your location and do something like this. Like, how do you protect yourself? I don't think this is, I don't think this is someone who hacked into these things. Mm -hmm. I think this is someone who lives nearby or lives in the same city as he lives and they just knew where he lived um, oh. because again there are people there are indeed people that do dox others and there are indeed people that will hack into their shit but these this is a guy that knows he has first of all he's a grown-ass man with a kid and everything mm -hmm. he's not stupid second of all he knows he's he's a big streamer he knows he gets over twenty thousand people watching him on Twitch. So I'm sure he also knows that he has to stay secure and safe. So I'm sure he is not streaming with, you know, all the security stuff not dealt with. I'm sure he deals with all of that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing is, 
uh, again, that's why there's the second part of this thing here, is the obsession with online personalities, which is something that I also frown upon, because personally, I don't even, I don't even obsess with, you know, actors, I don't even obsess with people of, like, band members and stuff like that, I don't, I don't, I, I have my own life to deal with, I have my own life to you know, look upon. I don't need to, to look for the life of others. I don't need to obsess with the life of others, whether or not they're successful or, or if they're not. I don't care about other people. Are they entertaining? Yes, sure, let's watch it. But I'm <laughs> not going to be f basing my life on, off of this person's, you know, uh, deal. Now, there's another dude who live streams IRL and I think he's from originally from Florida and he's living in LA now and there's just like his address is not hidden which is very dangerous but for whatever reason nobody has tried anything like killing him or anything mm. which is really really weird but you know whatever good good on, good on him I guess he's getting away with it Oh my god. Anyways, um, but basically, every time he goes into a restaurant to have a meal or something, every time he goes to a McDonald's, every time he goes to a Taco Bell, every time he goes anywhere where people will know where he is, people call these establishments and they try to get him away from there. They try to get him kicked out. Now, this is not content as people call, you know, what doing things nowadays is this is not content it's just pure stupidity why can't mm -hmm. you have the guy have a meal and connect to the stream and talk to the stream why do you like why do you do that why do you have to kick him out why do you have to be so obsessed with who the man is that you have to go off your way to go on google maps and to go find out what he's doing where he is to basically just get him kicked out this is complete stupidity this is complete obsession and it's ridiculous that people would even go through that to achieve such a goal i i, I think it's more like <clears throat> i i think personally people in general are inherently assholes and i mean <sighs> I, I don't mean it in a, in a bad way towards anybody specifically or anything like that but i think inherently we we are assholes and like the internet is one big place that has shown that most people on the internet are in fact assholes. So I think it's, I don't know, maybe it might be a generational thing or, or, or what, but I think it's just because we are inherently that way and the internet pretty much makes us, you know, like this anonymous figure unless you're out there in the, in the public eye at the, with the online persona. Um, that you can do anything. You can be an asshole and no one's going to ever know. It's, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, to, I mean, so like in this age of an anonymity, if I'm saying that, per I don't know. But um, people that can hide behind, it's the same situation when people wear masks, like in public places or um, at different venues. If people can identify you, that stigma of shame is removed because people can't attribute those behaviors to you. 
So if you do something behind a guise of some kind where you can't immediately be tied to it, you're more bold and more likely to do bad things because you know you won't be held accountable. So like for this guy who comes and shoots up the streamer's house, um, he, I'm pretty sure this person knew that nobody would know who they were or because it was such a quick event, there's no way to identify them. There's no way to know where they came from or where they were going. Um, that gives people like confidence to do bad things because they know that they won't be held accountable or they can't be because you can't identify them. What if there's CCTV that identifies them though? Oh, well then, then you'd have to actually, that's, that's one of the, my biggest pet peeves when it comes to having like CCTVs is most time the quality is so bad that you can only go on a few features and those features are so broad that it's hard to narrow it down. And like when I see shows like detective shows or like the first 48 things that give you little clues to go off of in order to identify someone, most of the time it's not enough to actually ID a specific person. Um, and it's, it's frustrating because people can get away with that. If you can make yourself as inconspicuous and vague as possible, you, the likelihood of you getting away with something is much higher. Yeah, but I mean, he was driving a car, number one. Number two, he used a gun. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I don't know. But so, as, yeah. as, mm -hmm. honestly, I think that's besides the point. The whole anonymous thing. We all know people in the internet are a bunch of fucking retards who abuse their freedom of hiding behind a made-up name. We all know that. Uh, technically, we're kind of doing that. Right. Except we're not really, because we've, we've given our faces and we've given our names. But yeah. there, that's been a, a thing basically since the internet started out. I, I remember being like 12, 13 years old and, and basically using the fact that I was behind made-up names and... I wasn't as bad as the kids are nowadays because kids nowadays, they just don't give a fuck. It's, it's been getting worse and worse and worse as time goes by. They just mm. don't have... Because basically I had education and I had people to tell me, you know, don't do that. That's bad. You're going to get hurt someday because you're doing that. And these kids nowadays are completely fucking neglected by their parents. They have no... Uh, um, they have no repercussion for anything, and it's that is that the word that I'm looking for? Yeah, repercussions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but they're not punished for for what for doing this or that or that. So they just fucking do it. I was I remember playing Rocket League, and because I, I was performing quite well, there was this dude that just calls me. A Smurf, which is not true. I know I, I, I only have one Rocket League account, but he calls me a Smurf and even says, go get cancer and die on wow. the fucking internet. Oh and I'm God. like, what is going on with this youth? I, I, I figured he was a, a fucking young boy or girl or whatever, but probably a boy. I don't think a girl would say that shit. <laughs> I, I do believe there are girls out there <laughs> that would surprised. say that. Yeah, I know there there are, but I think, you know, um, the, the, the point is basically like, who the fuck are you to even say that? Like, where where is your education? And this is something that really bothers me. And I'm kind of drifting away from the, the main topic here. But 
it really bothers me that people don't have education on the internet. And forgetting about the whole anonymous bullshit and all of that stuff, like, why? Why Why don't you have, why do you have to hate each other on the internet? Overwatch is the exact same thing. You can't, like, if you perform well, there's gotta be somebody, oh, it was all because of me get carried. Or if you perform poorly, it's everyone else's fault but whoever performed poorly and then you don't endorse each other and it could have been a good game it could have actually been a good game but everybody hates each other and it's name calling left and right up and down and it's this that and that and that it's like what are you doing why are you doing this why do you have to do this why do you have to hate each other on the internet why don't you just support each other listen let's just Calm down and let's realize it's just a video game. Instead, we're playing a game together. Granted, yes, we are in the comfort of our own homes, but we are playing a video game together. Might as well just have a fun time rather than hating each other over and over and over and over again. It just makes me so fucking angry because I wish I could slap the people that do this. <laughs> it's like you won't say it to my face. I don't know. I, I think. Okay, so, like what I said earlier, like, the people being in there inherently assholes, I think it just, as a personal belief, I think it, it goes farther than that. I think people are inherently just bad, evil, you know? I think people are, are inherently just I disagree people. with that. I think it's, um, I think it's, we, I, I don't know, I think we're inherently violent, we're inherently kind of that, that bad area, uh, just because it's like... What do you mean? No, we're not, dude. No, we're not. I think part of that is we had we had a similar conversation uh, before talking about like the blank slate theory, how people are born kind of as a blank canvas for our lives and our development. And when it comes down to it, the person that we become is a product of our environment, our biology and our experiences. So ultimately we become who we are based on what we're exposed to and that ultimately determines whether or not we're a good or bad person but we're not born good or bad and then kind of shift our demeanor as we get older i I honestly think that we are not violent people we're only violent people because we are allowed to be nowadays i I'm, i'm 27 years old and i have one actual real fight in my life and i was defending myself and i didn't even punch anybody i just fucking i got blinded by rage and i squeezed his neck basically i almost killed him not gonna lie his friends had to take me away from him but it's because i was blinded by rage because the way he behaved with me was enough to get me through that rage because he fucking did like a little slapping on me and shit, saying he was a badass and yada yada yada, and then he tries to punch me, so I have to defend myself. So now, motherfucker, let's deal with it. You want to get hit by a train? You're gonna get hit by a train. Anyways, my point is, we're not that aggressive. So I mean, I was, I'm 27 years old, dude. I have one fight in my life, one fight. So what do you, what do you mean we're inherently fucking aggressive? Okay, let, let me change. Like, the how do you explain then. that? I, th- I think instead of saying inherently violent, we're not. We're more. I, I guess it's like I don't know if I'm saying this right, but 
have more of a predisposition predisp- uh, to be violent because the way I see it is rage, anger, all that, it's a natural thing. And what do people do when they get angry? Most of the time, not saying everybody, but for the most part, you get angry enough, you're going to end up, you know, like, like getting in a fight with somebody or something like that to that aspect, you know? So I think, I th- okay, so like, like I said, I think it's more of like a, a predisposition then. I don't it's know, funny. dude. Wait, so yeah, it's funny on. that you mentioned that. Um, there's actually a Native American fable uh, from the Cherokee Nation. And basically, it's a grandfather teaching his grandson, you know, uh, principles. So he's saying, a fight is going on inside me. It's a terrible fight between two wolves. One is evil. He is anger, envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, and the list goes on. And he continues by saying, the other is good. He's joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humanity, kindness, list goes on. The same fight is going on inside of you and inside every person too. So then the kid says, well, which wolf will win? And the old Cherokee guy says, the one you feed. So ultimately the, the lesson in that story is you are, you determine what type of person that you're going to be. So ultimately, if you choose to give in to anger and resentment and arrogance and all of that, you're feeding the angry wolf and the evil that lives inside of it. But if you choose to be a good person and help others and just be kind and not kind of hold all that in, you're feeding the good wolf. And that's ultimately the wolf you become. So, I mean, it's it really is a matter of what you choose to be, not necessarily who you are. Right. I mean, everything is, you know, pretty much a decision, but... I mean, I don't know. It's, it's like I'm I'm in the middle on that. It's just like I, I get what you're saying and I agree with it to a, to a point. Uh, I, I do agree, you know, no matter what, it is a choice, hands down. But um, I don't know. I, th- I think it's just a a primitive thing uh, that it's it's we're more pre- uh, uh, predisposed to it, you know. Yeah. I mean, there yeah, there are a lot of. Uh, philosophical and psychological discussions surrounding the nature of man. But circling back to um, what happened with Dr. Disrespect and his streaming, like people ultimately choose how they're going to be. And a lot of the times we are influenced by how we feel about something. So as Apollyon was saying, I'm going to assume that the person who decided he was going to basically attempt to kill Dr. Respect had some kind of vendetta against him and whether it was personal or jealousy or what have you, that kind of action is scary to know that you could um, just be doing mm-hmm. Maybe he was not trying to kill him because he shot the window, the, the upstairs window. He didn't shoot the downstairs window. So it must well, I mean, have, yeah. Who knows who could have been in the room though? I mean, he, I'm not sure if he, know, well, maybe from streaming. But how how do you shoot from a car to a window upstairs to kill somebody? As far as the setup of the person's like room layout, um, I've never seen Dr. Disrespect stream. So I don't know how far away the window is from the computer or like, oh, you what can't angle. see his house on these streams. Okay. But you can see his he house? uses green screens for everything. Oh, okay, so you can't even get, like, an accurate layout of what he his room looks like. 
Exactly. That's why I'm saying it must be somebody who's around there who knows who the guy is and either has a vendetta against him or just wants to scare the guy. I don't think he wanted to kill him because if he wanted to kill him, it could have been a lot easier if you know where the guy lives, if you know uh, where he's at. You could probably, you know, you know that the guy probably is using headphones and probably isn't listening to all that's going around him. So, I mean, it, it would have been if he actually wanted to kill Dr. Disrespect, it probably could have been a, a different thing. The, the thing that people need to understand, though, is and this this has happened so many fucking times. Just look back in time with dudes that just got jealous or just were obsessed with somebody. Look at uh, Dimebag from Pantera who got shot during a live concert. Now, the dude who shot him was killed right there as, as, as he just shot Dimebag, but he still was able to kill Dimebag. Now, why was he killing Dimebag? You know why he killed Dimebag? Because they were about to end Pantera. Like, what? That's a fucking unhealthy obsession that's going on right there. You're killing the guy that provides you with music and art that allows you to go by your day. And because they're about to end, your obsession makes you kill them? Like, what is going on with you? Oh, man. Oh, that reminds me. So there's this anime movie called perfect blue and it's basically about this girl who's a pop star or she's part of like a pop star trio and like she's trying to change her image and become an actress instead but it kind of shows you the reality of you know life in the limelight and how obsession is incredibly unhealthy and very dangerous like you can be you're exposed to so many people consistently that you get everyone like the people that really can't regulate themselves you've got the normal fans who are just cool with you like it shows you the different aspects of fame and how dangerous it can be when you achieve like a stalker and it's it's a really intriguing look i mean if you guys are interested i would really recommend you watching it especially in the same vein of like uh fame and obsession it's it's a very unnerving like movie right and i mean i don't know if if dr disrespect ever told anybody about his location where he lives i don't know i again i would assume he's a grown-ass man with a family i would assume he knows better to keep himself hidden from these things so i would assume that he would just hide his information as best as possible so Let's not say where I live. Let's not say which house it is. Let's not say anything. Because, again, he's playing a persona. He's not even playing the guy or he's not even being the guy that owns that house. He's just playing a persona, which is Dr. Disrespect. Again, people obsess too much with these personas and they hurt people behind the personas that don't deserve being hurt. And they need to calm the fuck down. Relax. It's just internet <laughs> personalities, people. You don't need to obsess with them. There's 
so much more to you, to yourself than them. Don't focus on these people so much. Let them live their own lives and you live your own life. Because I feel like a lot of people with obsessions for these people, these personalities, these personas, they are wasting so much time being obsessed with these people that they lose time of their lives. Precious time that they could be dedicating to something else very productive for their own lives. Being focused and being obsessed with these people. So don't do that. Focus on your own life and then... And then don't obsess with people. That's basically it. Just don't obsess with people. Focus on your own life. Do your own thing. If you want to become a streamer, a successful streamer, you're not going to become a successful streamer by killing another streamer. It's just, it's, it's, that's, that's not the way to do it. Because if you kill another streamer, you're going to go to jail. If you hurt them, you're probably going to go to jail still. And you, you're going to be hated by the people that love that streamer. They're not going to love you. They're going to fucking hate you. If you're so, talking about it as if you're talking to people who are rational, because I'm pretty sure they have some semblance of understanding of how that goes. But I mean, when you're wrapped up in the emotion of a situation, most times your logic and reason goes out the window. So this, when it comes to a obsession specifically, that's not a rational train of thought. To invest your time and energy into something or someone that you don't even know um, consistently as far as neglecting your own personal growth and uh, like a achievement for the sake of, I don't know, getting close to or getting to know or being involved with someone who doesn't even know you exist. That's not a rational train of thought in any sense of the word. So these, these people have a little bit more going on, either self-esteem wise or just the fact that they don't have anything else to do. Right. That it's mm-hmm. no right, but that's also assuming it is some random person. Like, they, like you said, he's playing a persona, so he could very well just be an asshole in his everyday, you know, day to day life. And it could have been. He's not. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's not. I, I Everybody says that is, he's so. a great fucking guy. His persona is supposed to be the asshole. Okay. Everybody says that he's a great dude outside of his persona so well i mean no matter how great of a person you're you're always going to piss somebody off I and mean, you can never make everyone happy so like i said it could be instead of it just you know being some random fan or someone that's you know just doesn't like him or whatever it could have been like a friend or, or someone that could have he could have called a friend um at, at the time and maybe you know something went down in his personal life you know it could have been any of the number of those things but i mean no matter nothing what, in this life Nothing in this life justifies shooting a man's house in the middle of the night driving by. No, I'm not justifying. Nothing. No, no, I'm not. I'm not justifying. I'm just saying, you know, all of this that we're talking about right now, we're, we're assuming that it's just some random person. Um, that, you know, it can very, very well could be someone that was... I'm not assuming who it is. I'm just saying that it's wrong to do it and... Whatever the the reasons are, stop with those because you're just plain stupid for doing so. It's whatever it is. It's still an obsession, an unhealthy obsession. Yeah, that makes yeah. It's just not a good thing. So, what kind of um, solutions would you propose to minimize these kinds of acts happening again? Like just um, as far as. And just brainstorming, because I mean, obviously, anything we say isn't going to be an immediate solution to this problem. 
But if we could brainstorm ideas as to how we can prevent something like this from happening again, what would you propose? Personally, I don't know. It's kind of difficult to tell. Again, this this reverts all the way back to the Florida shooting. Like, I mean, people shouldn't have guns, dude. Like, why are, why are you giving guns to these fucking idiots? Like, you should be a certified individual who should be going through a series of tests to have a fucking gun, to have something in your hand that's so easy to take the life of another human being with just a pressing of a fucking trigger. You should be going through a series of tests, psychological and physical, to make sure that you are a certified individual to be able to carry a gun and even own a gun for that matter. Not just hand them out like you do, which is basically just like going to Walmart and fucking buying a gun and that's it. I know, oh, yeah. I, I think they don't sell guns in Walmart, I think maybe somewhere, I don't know, but... Um, the point is, it's just way too fucking easy to get guns. Way too easy. There needs to be some sort of... Like, again, people need to go through a series of tests to make sure that they are viable to own a gun and to operate a gun and to make sure that they don't, like, things like this don't happen. But giving everybody a fucking gun, it's like, you know, eventually you're going to have, you're going to regret it. You said no one was found, right? Like no one was arrested or anything like that? Not that I know of. So that's assuming that uh, the gun was legal and was registered to somebody. Um, I mean, it, it seems like since they haven't really arrested anybody or that we know of, uh, the gun probably wasn't registered to anybody because, you know, w when the gun gets fired, they could find the uh, the engravings on the, on the bullet itself and they could trace it back to that specific uh, serial number and, you know, obviously go back to the registered owner, this and that and, but so it sounds like it was already an illegal gun anyways. So, I mean, I don't think any of that would have had an effect if it already was illegal. Bottom line yeah. is people are fucking stupid to do such a thing. Anyways, let's move on to another <laughs> subject. And Miss Number, do you want to carry on now? Okay, so I'm going to lighten this up a little bit. Um, so as you all probably know the new spider-man game came out on ps4 i think maybe a week or two ago two weeks ago and i want to say that um my significant other bought it and has been playing it ever since and i've been watching i haven't played it myself but i've been watching and i think it is a fantastic take on the spectacular spider-man and i'm talking like the 90s um cartoon that used to come out. It's very nostalgic in that you get that same feel and that familiarity with the characters and even the voice actor who seems really close to the original voice actor for Peter Parker. Um, if you guys are familiar with the Spider-Man universe, are you? Mm -hmm. Okay. Pollyon? Well, I still, I, th I still think Spider-Man 2 for PS2 was the best fucking Spider-Man game ever. Oh, that's mentioned. So there's a lot of bugs and there's a lot of things happening with this Spider-Man. Like the game look the game looks good, don't get me wrong, but it's too fucking repetitive. I've seen people streaming it and it's always doing the same thing. It's always swinging around, it's always using the the same thing, uh shoot a web, go by go 
get swung by or whatever and the fighting is is okay i'll get it i'll give it that the fighting is quite um progressive there's a lot of things that you can do but it's very repetitive it doesn't change from that and the boss fights also seemed like very repetitive and I don't know, it feels like they just put the, the different suits there and the different things there to sort of make it look like it's not so repetitive, but I don't know, I, I, don't, I didn't play it, so I can't really say that 100% that it's repetitive, but from what I saw, it looked very repetitive, it looked like it was always the same thing, it didn't look like it had too much change, and... Spider-Man 2 was a fucking amazing game for the PS2 because the PC game was complete fucking shit. Well, let me add a little bit to it. As far as the repetition uh, is concerned, I think the quick time events were pretty repetitious, but in the, I guess, the combat element, it was a lot of fun because it was very similar to Batman Arkham City. Um. Mm. Yeah, no, a lot I disagree. of the... Really? Tell me why. Yes. Tell me why. Well, they use the same system, which is basically you keep pressing the button and supposedly you, the character goes close to the... or goes immediately to the closest uh, enemy. But no, nah, looking at it, it's not as satisfactory as the Batman stuff was. Because ah, the Batman was so good. All the Arkham games were so fucking amazing it's like uh except origins was okay arkham origins was just okay but uh yeah i don't think it's i don't think it's that good uh, i think people the i think people just make it such a good game because there has been a lack of decent spider-man games that have open world stuff and okay the graphics are really fucking good but uh, graphics aren't everything. Let's face the facts. I did really like the, the take they went with on Dr. Octopus. That was pretty cool. So I actually haven't played the game and I haven't actually seen the game play at all. Um, so the thing of it is, like, I, I'm just hoping that I can get a PlayStation at some point and get the game to play it. Because no matter if it was a terrible game or not, I, I was going to play it. I'm, I'm a huge, like, marvel fan so it's just like and i think um you're right that you know there has been a a huge lack of uh of good spider-man games uh coming out and uh, i think that's definitely something that uh a lot of people wanted including myself uh but again i i haven't really seen anything on it anything like that so i i really don't have a uh um opinion about any of it it's just no matter what it is i, I guarantee it's gonna get hyped up for that reason like, like you said but whether it be good or bad or, or mediocre okay so as far as the story element goes like without giving anything away because again i don't want to ruin it for wretched or anyone else listening um as far as the story element i enjoyed that they modernized it and kind of made uh peter parker a bit of a millennial with millennial troubles and issues as far as the economy goes and living day to day life in New York City. What they is did? that? That's what terrible. is that? You're no, fucking it's fucking up good. Peter Parker. Like, come on. No, <laughs> it's incredibly relatable. But no, in that <laughs> the millennial. I mean, I'm probably a millennial too. But like, no. 
we're all millennials here. We're all millennials. Okay, but still, it's like, no. The original Spider-Man is the best. I'm sorry. But, like, you can't change the way he is. Like, oh, he, I mean, personality-wise, I'm just saying they might it as far as his relations to things. He's really good at his banner with the villains. He's, like, really funny and witty and quirky and then has self-depreciating humor just like Spider-Man does. Like, as far as the embodiment of the character of Spider-Man and Peter Parker's persona, it's spot on. Like, spot on. And it it has elements of um, Peter Parker's character from the animated series from the 90s. That's what I like the most about it, is that that nostalgia bit was meshed really well with um, a modern take on how, if Spider-Man, you know, was made today, how would that be portrayed? Okay. Um, did the fucking animations and comic books have... Peter Parker using the fucking uh, electronic things or whatever on his wrist to, to shoot webs. So the original uh, comics, he did have web shooters. Okay, I think that's bullshit, personally. I don't like that idea. I don't like that concept. I prefer the concept that they introduced with the, the, the Tobey Maguire movies, where it's just the thing that he has there, and he, he was fucking bitten by a, a fucking spider. So he has super strength he has uh he can crawl upon walls and shit but he, he needs to, it, it, electronic things to shoot webs what the fuck that doesn't make any sense dude what so you get bit by a spider you get super strength and you can crawl but you don't get to shoot web like what I don't know. I, so I prefer the Tobey Maguire uh, approach there. Not the Tobey Maguire, Tobey Maguire movies. Uh, I prefer that approach there. Um, I'm, I don't know. I'm I don't know. Middle. I just don't like the, the whole modernization of things. I, I, I think it's bullshit. But I get it. I get it. Kids, if it's not like that, kids will not enjoy these movies and games, you know? So, yeah, I, I can, can see. I can understand why. But I don't like it. Man, fuck, fuck so the actually, kids, I'll play it. <laughs> so actually, I had a conversation recently about the newest Spider-Man movie that came out. Uh, was that... Which one was that called? Homecoming. The Amazing Spider-Man? Oh, yeah, I Homecoming. That Thank movie. you. I'm sorry, but it was so, so good. So, <laughs> really? Oh, dude, okay. <laughs> so oh my one, God, no. dude. So, like, okay. I... Okay. I don't know. I... At the time, when the Tobey Maguire movie came out... <clears throat> sorry. Um... I, lo I loved it. That was the first, you know, first take that I actually saw for a live-action Spider-Man. Loved it. But then Andrew Garfield came... You must have been really young when that first movie came out. I, I was like, relatively young. You probably not didn't even have... <laughs> I was, I was, what are like, you about to say? I was born in 96. That came, that came out, what? The first Spider-Man movie came out in 2000, 2001 or some shit? Yeah, I, I was born in 96, like, so... But no. Yeah, so I mean, uh, you don't, you barely must you must barely remember the movie. No, I remember the movie. I've I've I watched. Mean, you can always watch it yeah, again. I've watched it since. Um, but it's just like I I, I liked that movie. You know, like the first rep representation that I saw of it, and it was it was great at the time. And then like I'm not I'm not knocking it because I mean it was a good movie. Uh, but then we got Andrew Garfield, and I I think you know they did better on the Spider-Man portion than they did the actual. Um, 
Peter Parker. Yes, I agree. But uh, this new guy, I think he actually does a really good all-around job. I think he really portrays, you know, the the Spider-Man part uh, very well, and I think he portrays the Peter Parker uh, uh, part, you know, very very well as well. Uh, I, I I I don't know. I like him all around. I was very skeptical when he first came in, and I was like, dude, they're gonna fuck it up. This is, you know, they're gonna switch Spider-Mans again, and then just like when he showed up, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. We also have to keep in mind the age difference between um, when those characters were portrayed. Like, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man took place after high school and during his, um, like, his early 20s, which is how we know Spider-Man to be portrayed in the comic books and the, the animated series. Wasn't he a high school then, in the movie, though? He, got in a he fight started in out in high school. Okay. Yeah, he started out in high school, but then we followed him transitioning into adulthood and being like a independent adult in his twenties. But when we see Andrew Garfield's character, he's still in high school. Right. So we get those that reminiscence of um, Peter Parker in his adolescence and that developing portion of his life and time. And then we have the new guy from Homecoming, who's also in high school. So that that difference in life challenges and struggles really highlights, I guess, it. there are different parts that you can relate to with it. Unfortunately for me watching Homecoming, I couldn't relate too much with the newer Spider-Man slash Peter Parker because high school was eons ago for me. Right. So those challenges aren't as relatable as Tobey Maguire's uh, challenges because, yeah, getting your own apartment is hard, especially in freaking New York City. Oh, my God. Trying to survive, like, as a delivery boy or, like, working for a newspaper. Like, that is the struggle. The definition of the struggle. But he was, uh, the other two characters, we saw them living at home with Aunt May and Uncle Ben. But, you know, unfortunately, poor Uncle Ben. But, like, (laughs) that's another, no, I'm not going to say that. What the fuck is Aunt May in in Homecoming Spider-Man? What the fuck is that? Uh, I, I don't know. She exactly. Is hot. That's the whole fucking problem. Uh, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I mean, I don't think they should have went that route. And May has always been portrayed as this fucking uh, like old innocent lady. Right. That's very fragile. I, and and then there she is, a hot as fuck, and that even Tony Stark throws onto her. Like, what the fuck, dude? Well, I mean, I I I'm not too fond of that i mean i'm excited to see where they're gonna take it because i think they have a, a lot better uh not a lot better but uh uh i think they have an idea of where they're gonna go i don't think they're just throwing it in there for shits and giggles um but i, I don't know it's just i know this this last spider-man it from reading like the older comics and all that and reading like the newer comics and whatnot um i i think it really hits at home uh for a lot of the, the older comics and uh even, even now reading some of the comics that they're coming out with now uh, Spider-Man is—he's an adult. He had his own company. Um, that you know got taken down, this and that, and then now he's kind of starting from square one again. He's you know an editor for the newspaper again, um, and all that kind of thing. But you know he's an adult now, and and all that. And it's just I, I definitely understand where the appeal is um, from, like the age differences and you know the different struggles and whatnot. But I think I like this one more because it does reminiscent of the older comics and i think if they continue this and allow 
the same care the same actor to play this character as he ages i think they could do a really good job at like following along with the comics type of thing to age him up and keep doing that whole um next step thing you know so i'm gonna just kind of get back to the um without revealing too much about the new game one of the things that I really enjoy, or that makes the character of Spider-Man so special, is that he is the tragic hero. In that he tries his hardest to do right and maintain like this upbeat, funny personality that's really relatable. But he's constantly in the path of tragedy. Like, nothing goes right for him. And his challenge as a hero is wrestling with the hardships and the traumas that he endures and still maintain a positive outlook on life, especially growing up in New York City. Right. No offense to any New Yorkers, but we all know that you guys can be pretty mean when you want to be. (laughs) And so living in a town that is like that, so crowded, where you can feel alone in a crowd, but still maintain this friendly neighborhood persona is one of the challenges of Peter Parker and Spider-Man as a character. And I really love how they harnessed and encapsulated that in the newer game. It's it's wonderful. No, that's that's I relate more to Venom, honestly. <laughs> no, that, that Of course you do. <laughs> that's one reason why I actually really do like Spider-Man is just cuz like in the comics like there's one uh one part where um I believe it was like Dr. Octopus, the Green Goblin, and I think someone else all found out who Spider-Man was and they actually attacked his house. And so Spider-Man's, you know, going in, he's fighting all that good stuff, and he ends up, you know, saving Aunt May. I think Mary Jane was there, too. He gets them out of the house, and he's pretty much telling them, leave, go as far as you can type of thing, and I'm going to hold them off as long as I can. Well, in the end, he pretty much um, fights, you know, ends up winning, and I believe Aunt May is the one that ends up dying. And so it's just that I I, I, I like oh. that whole thing, where it's like, like how you said, it's the whole thing of trying to become this hero, trying to be this hero that is always like getting kicked, uh, getting kicked while he's down type of thing, you know? Yeah, it's it's I like Venom, too, by the way, Polly, and he's one of my favorite, mm. like, like anti-heroes Venom is amazing. in the Spider-Man universe. Oh, my God, I can't wait for that movie to come out because Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy. Uh, of course, of course, you know, of course. <laughs> you know who's a better anti-Venom, uh, anti-Venom, anti-hero, uh, though, right? Wolverine. Oh. Well, okay, okay. I mean, I get you. I get you. I like me some Wolverine. Of course, because it's uh, what's his name, Hugh Jackson or Jackson or whatever. <laughs> oh my goodness, dude! Oh my goodness! Look at his veins <laughs> popping off. Oh, I'm hyped as hell because they're talking about having uh, Wolverine in the MCU, and I know the name that's been going around is uh, Scott Eastwood. And oh my god, he looks the part. I just hope he can act the part. Mm. I mean, I'm. I'm gonna have to do some research. I'm very excited. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> it was about to be a video game review, and we're talking about Wolverine now. Sorry, I'm a, I'm uh, a verdict. Boy. Final verdict. Final verdict is: I give it eight spiderwebs out of ten. Because yeah, I'll give oh. it. I'll give it four. Um, electronic oh. spider shooting webs thing. <laughs> oh, poo! But just because the game looks good, but it's repetitive, and uh, it, I don't relate to it at, at any or point. I'll give uh, oh. 
10 spiderwebs to whoever can get me a PlayStation in that game. (laughs) (laughs) All righty then. So moving on, Ratchet, what is your subject? All right. So um, the streamer Ninja, I mean, okay. So forewarning, I'm not big into watching streams that much at all. Um, so I, I, if I get some of this wrong, like certain details wrong, that's why, um, sorry, but the, this, uh, I hope you don't watch Ninja cause he plays Fortnite and that's no, like, I don't, like I don't watch him. that's 120,000 kids watching him. His audience is basically 10 to 12 year olds. Oh yeah. You know, I sitting there in that crowd, crowd of 10 to 12 year olds. <laughs> no, no. Nah. <laughs> so no. Um, anyways, but this, the streamer Ninja, um, he apparently got called out, um, because he he has said uh, a couple times that he didn't want to stream with uh with females that you know he wanted to just if he had to stream with somebody it's going to be a, a male and his, his reasoning for this was you know he's married all that and he doesn't want to be put in that situation where anything he says can be misconstrued as flirting or you know he he doesn't want to be put in that in that uh, that bubble or that 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 look I guess he doesn't want any possibility of, of an accusation coming up um and he's actually getting a lot of uh, of hate for it i mean personally i i think he i think he's making a smart decision because i mean i'm not saying you oh, know it's, oh women stay away from this and that you know i'm not saying that at all i think you know he's married i get that i think he's you know trying to keep his uh his uh relationship and all that out of the limelight um because in the end, like she didn't really sign up for this, he did. Um, but I, I think it's more along the lines of no, she did too. Uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't know who they are, but um, she was a streamer as well. Oh, okay, well, never mind. But um, so I, I think he's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a smart decision. I think, like, because I, I know a lot of people that are like, you know, I'm not gonna, I, I wouldn't be caught dead, you know, going to dinner with like a female co worker by myself. It, like a lot of people that are like married, you know, have that have that uh, a lot in common. Just because they don't want to be uh, put under that that umbrella, you know, they don't want to have an accusation come out. It's not true. <laughs> okay, I can talk about this first. That's actually like a three or four week subject, but it's all right. We can talk about it. Here's the deal, though. Um, yeah, see. As I said before, he has about 100,000 10 to 12-year-olds watching his ass. Okay. So right. His audience is young as fuck. Not only that, but he has the, the, the audience because it's so young. It's an audience that just comes up with rumors. And you have to understand that it's not, it's not like 2,000 people watching. It's 100,000 people watching. That's a crazy fucking number for, for a single one... For a single person to hold that amount of people watching. I mean, that's that's like a bunch of fucking stadiums together. So he does just he just doesn't want again. And I don't watch him and I just I can't watch him. It's too fucking cringy. And I hate Fortnite. Fuck that game. It's a piece of shit game that only kids (laughs) like because it's so fucking simplistic. Yeah, I've I've, I've never actually seen him. I don't even know what the dude looks like, to be honest. So. Oh my god. Anyway, so the whole thing is he just doesn't want to have a hundred thousand people coming up with all of these rumors and bullshit. 
saying that he's into this or that girl now because it's always gonna happen if you're playing games with someone most likely a dude than a girl there's a lot of probability that there's gonna be a little flirt here or there it's it might not even be intentional intentional it might not even be like a real flirt like actual you know the intent like I, like i just said it might not be intentional but it's gonna be there and people are gonna be twisting that into thinking that oh oh wow he's he's gonna be dating her now oh and about the whole situation with the um, the wife i think I think that she used to stream as well. They used to stream together. And then once his he, stream started to pick up this much, she started taking care of his stuff. So of all the logistics, basically she stopped streaming and he started taking care of, the, of those logistics. I think that's what happened. Okay, so like my my whole question on all this is, where do you guys stand? What do you guys think of of his decision to do this? I mean, a, a lot like I said, a lot of people are calling him, you know, sexist and all this because of it. But I was just curious where you guys stand. Of course, they're calling him sexist because they're taking they're they're taking advantage of the fact that he has such a big following to create drama with him. Right. It's not even. It's just that's what media does nowadays. They, they've been doing that shit with PewDiePie for the last fucking nine months or some shit. It's, it's, they just take advantage of the people that have a bunch of following behind them. And they come up with these things. And even if, even if he didn't mean that in a harmful meaning or in a harmful bad way, he, they're going to make it that way anyways. Because they just, again, they're going to call him a sexist. They're going to call him a misogynist and this and that and that. When in reality, he's just trying to avoid a bunch of drama with his marriage. Right. So he's doing the right thing, personally. No, yeah, media, like, that's a whole other subject. But I, I agree with you with the whole media thing, and that irritates me, too. But yeah, no. Um, yeah, I was just curious what you guys think. What about you, Miss Summer? Well, uh, so I can't help but think about uh, this. You guys probably know about this concept of shipping in various fandoms. Yeah, I just ran into what that even means <laughs> yeah, like a few weeks yes. ago. <laughs> so basically, for those of you who don't know, shipping is when you have two characters, either fictional or real, and you provide a kind of, um, like, you want them to be in a relationship. Even if they are not in real life, you kind of put them together and, like, the fandom fantasizes about these things i'm assuming because of all the drama that comes from you know making yourself a public figure people have a tendency to want to ship people together even if it's not a real thing it's it's a really strange phenomenon and i guess i applaud him for making his standards very clear and known uh he's basically saying hey um this is what i do for a living i'm recording for children I would rather there be no type of drama whatsoever. <laughs> so you guys know my wife from when she used to do and she's not doing it with me anymore. So why would I go and put myself in harm's way by recording with another woman and possibly start the rumor mill? Like, I'm not going to do it. I just want to play my games for you guys. And I think that's admirable. 
I don't see a problem with that. And anyone who believes that there is a problem with it really need to evaluate where they're putting their time. It's it's really not that big of a deal. The guy doesn't want to stream with other women. I don't see why that's an issue. Hmm. No, it's, it's I, I, that's actually shocked me. I thought that, like someone was going to have like a differing opinion on the whole thing of, you know, obviously it's his it's his decision. But I think yeah, I thought someone was going to, you know, bring up that maybe it's, you know, maybe a little too overboard, maybe she's just trying to work it up or maybe he's overthinking it. But yeah, no, I I'm shocked. It's, he's, no, he's not overthinking right. anything. No, when you have 100,000 people watching you, you're not overthinking something when you try to get away from that shit. Right. No, I, That's, that could be cool if you're like a 200-viewer streamer and you got a 2,000 streamer who's a female and, wow, dude, she's into me. And the, then it's like exchanges start to happen and viewers start to... Ch- like change from stream to stream and eventually both help each other um but not for a dude who's established and has a marriage going on and everything anyway so there we go moving on all right uh okay so i'm gonna be talking about this a little bit uh because (laughs) there was a lot of fucking videos coming over from the youtubes and shit that, oh boy, it's just a bunch of fucking cringy pieces of shit trying to be scary as fuck. But do you guys know about the fucking videos on YouTube that are apparently people unboxing shit from the deep web? Oh god. No, but I know what the deep web is, and I know that combination is disaster. Right, no, I'm in the same boat as Miss You've never heard of these videos? Because they have millions of views, actually. I think I deliberately steer clear of that whole in YouTube. <laughs> I, I didn't know it was All a right. thing. No, it was a thing for a few months until, like, people started realizing that, listen, this is a bunch of fucking fake motherfuckers trying to fucking be scary and shit, but let's be real. All right. So I'm going to be explaining a video that I watched that supposedly a dude spent $100,000 in a package from the deep web. Now, number one, this is such a major bunch of bullshit because you would never spend $100,000 on anything that's a package that you don't know what it, what's in there. That's enough money for you to buy your own fucking house. So you would not spend that much money in a little package that it just doesn't make any fucking sense. So that's number one. So whoever made that video, you need to get your straights fact or your facts straight, rather, and understand that people are not that stupid. It's YouTube and it's the internet, so maybe, yeah, he actually got away with it. But anyways, number one, he opens the package. <laughs> he opens the fucking package, and the, the all the package has is one piece of paper um, with a bunch of codes and shit, and then one QR code in a, in a massive square piece of paper and and i think it had something else i don't remember i think it had like uh i don't fucking remember anyways but the 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 qr code is the most important thing so basically he goes with the qr code he scans it and then he goes on bitcoin or actually he uses the code the code opens a page 
and it's a page on Bitcoin with cryptocurrency, or it's a, it's not Bitcoin, it's another currency, but it's cryptocurrency. And apparently he then converts the amount of cryptocurrency that's in that page to dollars and it's like $800,000. So like, sure, dude, sure, somebody sold you a package for $100,000 and this package has $800,000 inside of that. Sure, dude. Oh, sure. <laughs> of course. That sounds so legitimate. In 2018, that sounds so legitimate. Wow. You really need to get your facts straight. Number two. Number two. Once he's putting the, the, the doing the conversion and checking out the, the values and everything. Do you, you you know the 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 very fam, like very known very popular knock on the door that sounds like they're knocking on the door right beside you and this chat this shit was used to scare people. Um, it started being used a few years ago, but it's Are you like a, about, is it like a sound um, sound clip or a sound bite kind of thing? Yes, yes. It sounds like they're knocking right next to you. It sounds like they're knocking literally on your door. Uh, it sounds super real. It's been uh, decently amplified and shit that... But it's so characteristic. What I'm saying is the sound is so characteristic that it's clearly something he puts over the video. Now, not only does he do this, okay, not only does he do this, <laughs> he then goes outside, because of course, there's somebody knocking on your door when you're messing around with deep web shit, and the first thing you do is open the door. Of course. Um, yeah, I'd be paranoid as hell. I'm I'm not gonna lie. If I'm doing some crazy sneaky sneaky TV type stuff like that, I wouldn't be answering the door. I'd be you know really paranoid and hiding crap. Like oh god, they're coming for me. I'm locking up. I'm getting some weapons. I'm 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 bunkering down. Right. So he opens the door. And the funniest fucking thing happens, because <laughs> Mike, dude, really? So no one's outside, of course, no one's outside. But when he's closing the door, he cuts the video so poorly. He doesn't cut the video, basically, what he could have done is just get a fucking tripod, set up the tripod nicely to a, a vision of the outside, and then cut it from there and then when you're closing the door cut it again and then it's going to be the exact same frame as you're closing the door but basically what he does but hold on basically he closes the door you can clearly see that there's a cut there so basically he went messing around with something but there's a cut and then he approaches the computer and the computer is all glitching out and shit dude like oh my whoa dude really basically he has a he has a mac uh, one of those computers that's all-in-one from, from Apple, and then he has a MacBook right to the, the, to, to the side of the, the all-in-one computer. And basically, it's two different screensavers. If you don't know what a screensaver is, it's something that moves on your screen when you're not moving your mouse. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's so funny. It's so stupid that people even buy this shit. Um, but basically he has a f two different screensavers going on and then he has another one with three hooded dudes 
in black, and then the the all-in-one computer has like glitching out stripes and shit like that. Now it's so obvious, it's so fucking obvious that when he did that cut, he cut the video because he went to his computer to fucking trigger the screensavers. It's so obvious. But so obvious. And then when he's doing the video, it's supposedly to exp explain this, supposedly there's a dude jamming the signals and he can't turn off the computer, he can't do anything. <laughs> like, dude, of course, I mean, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm faking that I'm trying to turn off my computer right now, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty easy to do, honestly. So, I don't know, it's so stupid. But that's not just it. There's other people doing the same thing. And there's a dude that even has like tape. He has duct tape, he has markers, and has everything. And he even says that he doesn't know who sends the thing because he bought it on the deep web. However, he has to blank out a, a fucking mail address. So like, what? What? You don't know who sent it, but you had to scrape it out. I mean, you do know who sent it. <laughs> it's like so stupid. Um, but basically, like he starts opening the box and there's a knife or there's not a knife. There's a fucking there's a screwdriver with what seems to be blood. And there's a, a little vial of something. And then there's a thing that looks like a mushroom inside of a wrapped in, in something. It's like, dude, you don't, you're not fooling anybody with this shit. Like, w why are you doing this? And these videos, they were bringing in so many views that it became a, a fucking trend. Do you remember, like, YouTube has always worked on trends. Do you remember when was the fucking knife, the, the a thousand degree knife bullshit? Where right. people were basically heating up a knife to a, th a thousand degrees and cutting things with it. Like... Oh, yeah, I remember. Motherfucker, if you heat up a knife to a thousand degrees and you fucking go against butter with it, what do you expect to happen? A fucking <laughs> black hole? Of course the butter's gonna melt. I mean, what? I Anyways, think my favorite trend was the Slenderman found footage trends. The what? The Slenderman found footage. You like remember that? real shit? Well, no, not really. I mean, people... Of course it was were... real. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, realizing the real world. Yes. Like, no, people okay. would have found footage videos that they would upload to YouTube about their encounters oh. with the, the internet mythos Slenderman. And it mm. got to the point where... Some of them were like parody videos where people would do like <clears> film <throat> projects involving it. Others were like, no, I'm serious, man. I was in my house and I started finding these letters everywhere. And oh, my God. Like whenever your your computer screen starts to like get fuzzy and stuff, the Slender Man's coming. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> like it was just so funny to see how creative people could be with replicating the clues that would tell you that Slender Man was you and it was just like i love that trend so much but it died off and then they made a movie and i was like oh god why there's a movie <laughs> there's a movie there's a video okay there's a video 
um, that's supposedly about a dude on the, that, that's a murderer on the deep web. And supposedly this guy contacts this dude, right? And he has his whole family's there. And the funniest fucking thing is in the middle of the video, <laughs> the whole video is in this uh, scary ambience. The whole environment of the video is supposed to be scary through beginning to the end. And then he plugs a fucking thunderbolt cable or some shit or a charger or something in the middle of the video. It's so fucking funny. It's like, what, dude? <laughs> what are you doing? You just gave it out. You gave it all away. Like, do it in, in the fucking end. Like, by the end of the video, do that. Like, with a very subtle message or some shit or in the beginning. But, like, what? And then it's... it's I, these deep web videos are so fucking funny to like it's i don't know but like what are, who are you trying to scare it clearly not me I, i'm sure there's gonna be people <laughs> scared as fuck of those things but not me dude all right i've been, i've seen a lot of horror bullshit and i've seen a lot of stuff I, I've bathed in fucking blood once for a performance all right so i mean wait wait wait, was, wait was this real blood yes what the hell? Like animal blood or people? Yes, what kind of blood, blood was it? Okay. It was the blood of a, of, of a thousand pigs. I see. I see. Okay, well. But, I mean, hey, I went to the butcher shop. I asked for it. Uh, they asked me if it was for cooking. I said, no, it's for a performance. They probably thought I was going to be making a fucking satanic ritual or some shit. Um, but, yeah. Uh, I offered them money. They didn't want any, uh, They didn't even want any money, and I uh, just took the blood. So, yeah, all of us bathed in the blood of pigs for that performance. It was good. It was a good show. All right. Cool. Well, hey, hey, yeah. I'm about it. Realism mm -hmm. for your performance is amazing. It's not good. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it right out there. It is not good because see. Fake blood lasts a few days. It's still gonna turn fucking pink and shit, but it's gonna still last a few days or even months. Now, real blood, it only takes a few hours for it to go all pink and shit, you know? So it's it's not good at all. Probably smells, too. Not really, no. Um, It was okay for me, but for one of the guitar players slept in the venue or outside of the venue in a tent and he was swarmed by, by mosquitoes oh god yeah that makes a lot of sense ew you <laughs> smelled like you smelled like a fucking factory because of the iron oh. from the blood oh yeah i don't know mm -hmm. if i can do that i've got a sensitive nose Okay, so, but what, coming back to the topic, what do you guys think about this whole deep web bullshit with the, the boxes, the unboxing, and, and stuff like that? What do you think about it? I think it's gonna, it, it, it's, like you said, it, it's, it's definitely designed for views because of its dangerous nature. People are gonna watch it. I mean, if, if you see, you know, some, some, some from the deep web on, on YouTube or something like that, I mean, those that are gullible and those that, you know, uh, like kids and whatnot are definitely gonna watch it. I mean, I think it's stupid personally, but I mean, if you look at it from a business standpoint, it's smart because you're obviously gonna get those gullible people and you're obviously gonna get those kids. So I mean, 
But that's exactly the problem. Or that's exactly where the problem stands. Because don't you think these kids will want their own boxes from the deep web? Right. I mean, that that's where it comes back to. I think uh, more of a of a parent uh, involvement for and and what the kids are doing. Um, just to kind of try to monitor. <laughs> that's another major problem. Right. It, I mean. There's, there's no involvement. Right. That, I, I think that's something we talked about before. If not, we should probably, we should talk about that at some point, but no, um, I, yeah, it, it definitely is a problem. And I mean, I, I know when I was growing up, I mean, my parents were right there on my ass every time I was on the internet and it was just, oh, yeah. you know, it, I mean, it, the thing, the thing of it is, it's like from now to how it was when, when I was younger, even it, it's, it's ridiculous. Like my, my, uh, siblings, they go on the internet all the time and they're just kind of there. You know, they do their thing on, on the internet and, and that's that, um, you know, the whole, uh, supervising, it definitely needs to be a, a, a better priority in, in this day and age. But I think the responsibility does fall on the parents on that, uh, on that, on that one. I, I think, you know, if they're, they're watching what they're, uh, what, what their children are watching and. If they're going to allow them to watch it, I think it's their responsibility to explain to them that, you know, this isn't okay. This, you know, is obviously fake. Or if they're gullible enough to do it, they should at least explain, you know, don't do this. It's it's not right. It could, you know, it could be dangerous. It, I, I Personally, I just think it's the parents' uh, responsibility. Mm-hmm. Miss Nomer? I think that the unboxing videos need, they're ridiculous. Like, from what you, I haven't seen one personally, but from what you're describing, it just sounds like a waste of time, and it's definitely a publicity. Well, not publicity stunt, but it's it's like some a trending ridiculous thing, much like those challenges that people would do, like the Tide Pod challenge and the frickin' uh, cinnamon challenge and all that. Like they're just really silly things that people do to get attention. And we all know that the deep web and the dark web are places that are dangerous. And if you don't have the proper equipment or just the know-how, you can get into some pretty gnarly stuff. And worst case scenario, you can endanger yourself and others by doing that. So making a joke about getting things from the deep web, like first, it just makes no sense. Obviously, you wouldn't want to expose yourself like that if you've been dabbling in that kind of behaviors because you will be sought out and you will be found. So it's like, no, don't do that. Stupid. Stop. You're sending the wrong message to people. And some people may even try to replicate that in real life, like actually go to the deep web and attempt this kind of stuff. And now you've got their blood on your hands. So stop. Just don't do it. Here's what I want to say about this deal is people need to understand something uh, that, listen, folks, the Internet is a dangerous place just as the real-life world is a dangerous place. You have to understand that it is not just because people are in front of screens or computers or whatever that it's all secure and safe. You have to understand that it's a very dangerous place to be, even in the clear net. You don't even need to go to the deep web or to the, the, the dark web. You can be on the clear net and be completely fucking in danger because people can be taking your information, they can log your passwords, there's ways of logging what you're, or 
there's ways of knowing what you're tapping on your keyboard. There's phishing, these these phishing tools that get your information. They can dox you. They can enter your Facebook. And this is a very familiar thing that people typically did, which is basically they go on your Facebook, they enter with your account, and they use your friends to say that you're completely in danger or that you're you know, you need money, basically. You need money urgently, or you're basically dead, or you're in jail, or something like that, or you disappear, or something. And they steal money this this way. So you have to be careful. Just on the clear now, you have to be careful. This whole the whole thing with Facebook that happened, the Congress with Zuck, um, with Zuckerberg and stuff, that was just the beginning of things because this is the dumb bification of things because people are too dumb to read the terms of service people just go on facebook and uh create account okay <laughs> and they create account they get into their account and that's it they don't even give they, who cares what it says it could say that on the seventh day prior to your account being created you will die they wouldn't give a fuck so, you know, it would be a new ring modern. Oh, that's a, that's an idea. There you go. <laughs> that's an idea for a, a movie. Um, once you create a Facebook account, you're that seven days uh, after. Oh, um, just can't use Facebook, so it's going to have to be like Bookface. Yeah. <laughs> it has to be a specific platform. But what I'm saying is people be careful whatever it is that you're using the internet because it is not a safe space just because you're in front of a computer it is not just a safe space it is dangerous whatever you are and pay attention because if you don't want certain information on the internet just don't fucking put it there it's that simple if you don't want to be doxxed don't let yourself be doxxed be smart be intelligent with the way you use the internet and I can guarantee you that no one's going to find out who you are. No one's going to find out where you are. It's going to be all fucking good. All right. So that's basically my two cents in that subject is be safe by yourself. Don't be stupid. I agree. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. So moving on, Miss Nomer. All righty then. I think this is going to be an interesting topic and I'm very... I'm intrigued by it. Now, I want to know your also. Uh, so, in 2018, the concept of relationships and, I guess, partnerships has shifted uh, in sense, like, shifted from the norm in previous generations. Like, so what would you two, I want to hear from both of you, what is your definition of infidelity or like outside of marriage, I'm talking like boyfriend, girlfriend relationships or any kind of pairing in that sense where it's romantic partnership um, or marriage for that matter. What is your definition or what would you consider to be uh, infidelity? Okay, so I'm, what, what exactly are you trying to ask now? I'm, I'm, I'm a little... Oh, I'm trying to ask, what would you consider, okay, what would you consider to be cheating? Like either on your part or you know your wife's part because you're the one who's married. Okay. What is cheating behavior? I think, um, and I think I'm definitely gonna get people disagreeing with me here. Um, but I, I think cheating is 
it, it, it could be anything as far as any type of physical relations that you would only that you you wouldn't have with like like your friend like okay let's say if like in some some cultures i don't know if they do it still but like like kissing like i'm gonna i'll, I'll kiss my wife on the lips i'm not gonna kiss my buddy on the lips like that, you know so it's like i think that you know it, it consists of, of of cheating i think you know it doesn't have to be just like a sexual thing it could be something as simple as kissing and and shit like that um even even the 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 the, the whole thing of you're contemplating doing it, I think that's just as bad um, as, as cheating itself, to be honest. Okay, okay. So is it ex- exclusively uh, physical acts? So I'm talking in today's day and age, most uh, interactions with people occur digitally, either online or through our phones. Okay, I see what you're So what constitutes... Because, you know, anybody can meet up with someone right. and kind of have an affair. So, but what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, I, I guess this kind of kind of retraces the steps that I kind of said earlier with, like, I wouldn't kiss my buddy. Like, I talk to my buddy a certain way and I talk to my wife a certain way. I'm not going to talk to my buddy the same way I talk to my wife. Like, you know, if it comes down to, like, the whole sexting thing, I think that constitutes cheating. Anything of uh, bringing up anything as far as, like, even wanting to 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 do something as far as you know if, if you're in a relationship and you're wanting to do something with somebody else or that person i think that kind of uh, constitutes i mean i don't know i i think it's kind of a gray area um and how you say it kind of matters it, it's a really a lot of it has to do with like tone and how you say it and and all that in my opinion oof um <laughs> I feel like I've been a homewrecker in this subject since the thing of the uh, uh, digitally thing. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I've never had a long relationship to say what I think about. I think, like, if you fuck someone else when you're supposedly com- committed to someone else, I mean, yeah, you're cheating. Um, I think, yeah, I do think that the digital, the digital thing, uh, could also constitute as cheating because you're technically, you're not giving your body to the another person, but technically you're giving your emotions to another person, unless you're just fucking messing around with them or some shit, which is very bad, by the way, don't do that. Don't go off into Facebook or whatever. Oh, you're so hot and beautiful and shit, and you're just messing around with them. That's rude. Um, but yeah, dude, just... Yeah. I mean, I've done it. Uh, not to anybody I was committed to, but people committed to other people. Uh, it's things with me. Uh, but I mean, you know, it's, it's whatever, right? It's cool. It's just digital. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Anyway, so... It's not my fault. It was not my fault. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I I think... I don't know. It's it's, Like like you said, it's a really weird situation, and it's kind of hard to really explain. Like like I said, it's like... As far as thinking about doing something with somebody else that isn't, you know, in relations to who you're with, or like if you're married with that person, 
it's like I, I don't think locker room talk is like cheating because like me and my buddy can go out and let's say my buddy's single and then he's like dude you know that chick over there there's pretty hot you know would, would you hit that and you know in my mind when i'm saying yes i would i'm saying in a perfect world where it's like in this moment if i was not married or if i if i was not with somebody you know so i feel like that in itself isn't cheating but it's, it's right not. it's it, but there is that gray lot that, that gray area where it's like i could say that you know and but i could be talking talking to the same person and if it's someone completely different say i know this person and so like, oh yeah you know um I, I would do that in a heartbeat and i could be completely talking about something different like as in like right now if i had a chance i would you know and i think that kind of starts to constitute into that cheating area all right so let me give you a little context as to why i'm asking this question <clears throat> so i read this article called uh by this i guess they write articles all the time they're called relationship rules and uh like on september 10th they posted this article called four things women consider as cheating that don't involve sex and how you can fix it because it seems men and women have a different idea of what cheating is, especially in 2018 when we have so much access to uh, digital communication. So one of the, the top, the first uh, thing on the list is you still own and manage an online dating profile. And they're saying that it's because like the fact that you still have one hints that you have like these inner desires to be with someone else. I can see that. And like even... Yeah, and, like, you have, like, backup plans in case the relationship doesn't work out for whatever reason. Right. So you're not wholly invested in the current one because you're constantly thinking of your next prospect. Yeah, no, I can see that. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I probably have a dating profile out there somewhere. It's just I probably just never took it it's down. Just, like, you're not actively. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, you're not actively using it. And that's different because you're not actually checking it and looking at the messages and, you know, scrolling through it. Like, that's right. that's a completely different thing the second one is you get emotionally involved with the third party individual so just because you're not physical with them doesn't mean you're cheating cheating the definition of cheating is when you're using giving time resources and energy to someone other than the person you're committed to and that means mental energy like you're engaging them more often or you're telling them things that are intimate as opposed to investing in your intimate partner and like yeah, like it's kind of like if you have a female friend that you about, like you had a really bad day at work and you talk to your female friend about it, but then when your wife or girlfriend asks, hey, so how was your day? Yeah, it was like that would be considered emotional cheating because you're emotionally relying on another person to satisfy your needs, if that makes any sense. So I have a question on that part. Yes. Let's say... um. Okay, hypothetical. Okay, let's say mm -hmm. I have this really close female friend. That whole thing mm -hmm. happens, you know, <clears throat> at a shitty day at work. <clears throat> sorry, at work or whatever, and it comes up, you know, you know, you go to talk to that person. Oh man, you know, had a shitty day. This and that. I got fired. Whatever. Um, but yet you just come home. You talk to your wife. You know, how was your day? This and that. Oh, it was all right. And then you kind of just leave it at that for the time being. But what if you have the intention to go back later on? It's, I think it's the principle that the first person you wanted to tell was this friend and not your wife. Well, what if it was more about accessibility? 
like not not really accessible. Okay, let me let me rephrase that. What if it's like I work with or not even work. Let's say I'm I don't know. My wife's at work. Okay, and I'm I'm going out and a couple of buddies calling up. Hey, let's go hang out. This and that. Cool. Let's go hang out. And then this other person that you know I'm close to, it's a female friend, is there, and I'm talking to my friends and all that, and that kind of comes up. And then you know. Oh yeah, no, that doesn't count. That doesn't count only because, um, that's circumstantial. Like she, if she wasn't there, the situation would have remained the same. Right. So if it was just your guy friends, you would have told them the same thing. It's not like you're putting forth that energy and effort to inform this person in as a substitute for your wife. Right. No, I'm just playing devil, devil's advocate a little bit, trying to <laughs> spark a little bit of conversation. Oh, yeah. No, I hear. And then along the lines, the third one is along the lines of what you were mentioning, like sexting and things. If you're sending flirtatious, flirtatious texts to a person that you're interested in, that's not your romantic partner. It's not an innocent thing because you're expressing your desires sexually to someone else. And it's like, in a, is that cheating? it is <laughs> in a mutually oh, exclusive, <laughs> in a mutually exclusive relationship, your sexual desires are to be handled by that person, not anyone else. So if you're, well, I didn't really cheat on anyone, but, <laughs> girls have cheated with. technically on their partners with me yeah and see that's what i mean if they're sending you photos or they're sending uh -huh. you like really explicit even like suggestive is still considered cheating because think of it on the flip side how would you feel if you found out that your wife or friend was sending dudes pictures of herself and receiving them and then sending them things like oh man you know thinking about you when I was taking a shower the other day blah 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 like how would you I would probably feel? order a casket and give it some use <laughs> in the next four days so the, this is what I mean like it's a lot of the mentality behind these uh, things is think of it on the flip side how would you feel oh, if so technically I'm a hypocrite oh boy have I got a story oh boy I was just told about it yesterday when I just got home from work um so i go out of town for work um so i was out of town for like three days um i come home and there's in the area we live in there's like security guards going around well my wife was outside and she was uh working on her car because she accidentally broke the door handle and her car's old it's a piece of shit and all that crap so she was fixing it and the security guard comes up and starts talking to her you know what are you doing out here this and that and he, you know, she explains to him that she was fixing the car and then he started doing, he started like asking these really odd questions and making it seem like, like these sub suggestive questions about, you know, oh, where's your husband at this and that and you oh, know, stuff well. like that. And it's like, I agree with Napoleon on this. Like I even told my wife, like next time I see him, I'm at least at the very least having a talk with him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that's understandable because it's kind of like, um, and you know, I'm assuming that your wife was kind of like, oh no, he's away for work, but don't worry, I got oh, it. Oh no, she was like, yeah, he's inside sleeping. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, and it's, it's kind of like, you know, don't worry, I I can handle this. Or see, in in my defense, I'm a very, uh, I'll say, I have blinders on when it comes to things because I have a significant other. 
no one else matters to me. Right. If a guy comes to me and tries to make some kind of advance, I become really defensive. And like uh, my first instinct is to assume that either you don't know that I'm in a relationship or, you know, you're confused by something. So if a guy comes up to me and says, hey, uh, you know, can you tell me the time? I'll look and see. I'm like, don't you have a phone? Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm confused. Why are you asking me for the time? Nobody wears a watch. Why are you approaching me? I wear a and then watch. they go on to say, well, see, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I'll survey it first. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and assume that for whatever reason, you need to know the time and I'm the only person you can ask in that moment. And then once they go further and they say, hey, so you know boyfriend and I'm like, he's in my heart right now. Keep walking. Like, it's like, don't don't approach me. I appreciate you asking, but don't approach me. Especially in, like, I've had people ask me, like, do you have a boyfriend? I say, yes. And they're like, oh, so why isn't he here with you? I'm like, that's none of your fucking business. Keep it moving. Right. Like, (laughs) it's kind of, that's just how I am. So I don't entertain questions like that. I don't entertain people who decide that they want to engage me, even on the internet. If somebody's saying stuff like that, I'm like, you see my profile. It has in a relationship involved letters. So if you're coming to talk to me about anything other than something friendly, you need to keep moving. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of, I, I, I get certain parts of that. Um, other parts, it's kind of like, like the whole don't approach me thing. It's like, like personally, when I was single, it was like, you know, I go up to somebody, hey, how you doing, this and that. Do you have a boyfriend by chance, this and that? And then they get really defensive, and it's just like, really, this and that? And it's just like, oh, shit, I don't want to be in this situation anymore. Okay, I'm not going to do this again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I mean, that's where I'm yeah. in the middle, because it's like, at that same point, it's like, could have just been like, just started going in and did their own thing, said what they got to say, and then found out a harder way, you know? Then that's where, I mean, it's like, at least they asked. And I think after that, if they keep going, that's a whole different story. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. See, this is, that's just it. I try to be as contained as possible. But if you, if I can tell you're a pushy person, I'm not going to entertain it. So if you ask me, hey, do you have a boyfriend? I'll be like, oh, yeah, I do. And then kind of like, now the ball's in your court. Where do you want to go from there with that? Right. Because if you ask me, so, uh, oh, that's cool, you know, but are you allowed to have friends? And I'm like, no. I don't want to talk to you. Like, why would I talk to you when I have a boyfriend? I'm confused. I don't understand your logic. Keep walking. So I have <laughs> another story, actually. <laughs> um, it's a short one. But so the, back when I was single, it was this whole thing. Went to the pool hall, this and that. And there was a girl there. And we started talking. And then the whole concept of her having a boyfriend didn't even come up. I, I didn't ask nothing. We just were talking. And I think we talked for a good, like, three hours, something like that. And then it was, you know, hey, you know, I got to go, this and that. Well, let me get your number real quick. So I got her number. And then it came to the point of we started texting, this and that, you know, things started getting uh, more and more deep, I guess, and like who we were as people and whatnot. And then the whole thing came up with, oh, you know, do you have a boyfriend? And she's like, oh, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Well, oh. um. And I try to make it like clear, well, you know, I enjoy talking to you. It's nothing like that because you have a boyfriend. So, I mean, if you still want to talk as friends, we can. And then after that, it just blew way out of proportion. And it was just like, you're trying to get in my pants this and I was like, no, that's exactly the opposite well, of what I'm no. trying to do. 
<laughs> okay, so I can see in your situation, like, you took a really amicable approach to that. And that's that's to be respected. It's kind of like, well, you know, okay, you told me you have a boyfriend. If you'd like to continue a friendship, because at that point, everything that she was doing hinted that the, that she wanted to continue talking to you. Right. I mean, she knew she had a boyfriend and she gave you her number anyway. So assuming that she did want you to be her friend, that would be fine. And then you making your intentions clear. I don't really see a problem with that. But I guess, I don't know, maybe... That was a trigger for her, the mention of her boyfriend. I don't know. I don't know. People are weird. Right. People are weird. Polly is so quiet. Did we scare him? With the relationship. Uh, no, just listening. <laughs> yeah, but I'd like, and I think another, I guess, thing that's uh, triggering for some women is when their significant other is still friends with certain uh, women that they know from their past. Right. Meaning, say you used to date a girl or have like, you know, sexual relations with them and you're still friendly with them when you're in a current relationship. That can cause issues only because the content of your conversation isn't clear. So you may say, hey, you know, I was talking to so and so and we talked about this. Yeah, you know, she's having a hard time. It puts the lady in a really weird position because she's kind of like, well, why are you still engaging this? And even if you're friends now and you have a history, the content of your, you know, your relations as far as like how you is suspect and kind of questionable. I am. There's really. Mm -hmm. I agree, but also disagree. So, okay. and I'm a major hypocrite when it comes to this. I'm going to admit that right now. Um, but it's like, if I have a friend Okay, it's a female that we used to date or whatever. And let's say years down the line or whatever, we're still friends, and then I get married or whatnot. Then we've gone this long with just being friends. Why is it a problem now? You know what I'm saying? But at the same time... I mean, it wouldn't be, but again, it's kind of like the content of conversations. Right. Like if you and that person used to joke about, I don't know, sexual stuff in the weirdest sense it would still be weird to continue that joking once you have oh no like, completely no I, I agree with you on that but no i'm not gonna lie like i said i'm a total hypocrite on that like completely yeah because the dynamic shifts it's like kind of like when i was single um in college i my male friends and i would have like the, like raunchiest inappropriate ass jokes you could think about I, and like me i'm i'm really conservative in that sense for the most part but sometimes you know things sneak through and i think really weird things are funny right but now that i'm in a relationship i can't continue those kinds of jokes with them even though i'm still friends with those people i will not entertain those jokes because right, right now it's too close to home no no so i'm like no and i think mm -hmm. a lot of good Just make a noise. Oh, no, what I was just going to say is I think a lot of it has to do with, like, um, the the sex of, of another person. Uh, just because, like, I can make those same jokes with, like, the same raunchy jokes and all that to, like, my best friend that I'm still friends with, like, to this day. And I've known him for, what, 12 years now? Something like that. 
and it's not a big deal. But if I make this the same jokes with a female friend that I've been friends with for you know a decent a long amount of time, I think it, it does have a of a switch, you know. Oh yeah, no, it really does because it's just it's a matter of respect for your current relationship and boundary. Right. Like I would not have a male friend like come over and hang out with me, um, just like one on one. Right when my significant other isn't around like that's just not that's i don't believe friendship between male and females i just don't believe that you don't think it's possible nope i think it's possible it's it's not going to be a hundred percent of friendship eventually one or the other is gonna start falling for other things See, I disagree with that because there's a level of attraction. So, like, I have male friends that I'm not attracted to in the slightest, and they know but that. But they might be attracted to you. Well, they ain't getting shit from me. I mean, they already know. I'm it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. Unfortunately, they might be. So, <laughs> I will. <laughs> no, I will physically assault someone. They understand this. They know this from our history together. No, I'm not saying they're going to molest you. I'm just saying that it's not like personally, I don't have female friends. Uh like in 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 reality. Like I'm not close your friend, Colleen. I'm not your friend. <laughs> I mean uh, not really. We don't talk every day. Uh, oh my heart. Uh, that's besides the point. Um but what I mean is like in here in like in, in in the real world okay um pretty much all the female friends that i had i'm not gonna lie if they fucking gave me a a, a little like hey uh I'm, I'm into it i would fucking go for it hell yeah let's jump onto it um but you know i don't think it's like i don't think it's I don't think there's there's can there can be a, a relationship of friendship between a male and a female, and that's always going to be that and nothing else. So like, I I don't I don't think I feel like I can play the middle ground here because I agree with both of you. So mm-hmm. like in high school, I was that same way. Where it was like I had female friends, you know, that hung out in the group, and damn near every girl in that group, I kind of wanted to at some point you know and um but it came down to i mean okay so the amount of people that i actually talked to from that group uh in high school uh that are female are two i think two out of like five to seven of them and i mean i like i said in high school i was that same way you know if they they wanted they can get it type of thing and uh but now i think it's more along the lines of because well even if the thing certain things did escalate with certain people um but because we kind of maintained that level of uh i, I guess non-intimate friendship i guess that you can say uh on the outside for so long that it's been like a, a natural thing and like like i said some of those people even hang out with me and my wife to this day and it's not weird, nothing like that, you know? Okay. I mean, I get it. I So, <laughs> Apollyon, I get what you're saying. 
as far as um, because, you know, and this is assuming a heterosexual, um, you know, relationship. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm just talking about, I'm leaving that within the parameters of this conversation. I'm not even going to venture outside of that right now because that's a lot of variables to consider. But within a heterosexual friendship, um, I can understand where that comes from as far as, you know, you're, you are attracted to that person to some extent because otherwise you wouldn't entertain them. Like, if you really didn't like somebody, why would you engage them or even try to be friendly? I mean, that's just kind of how it works. But as far as the sexual romantic attraction, I think it's possible to maintain that platonic relationship in a friendship um, going, you know, long stretches. Because I tell you right now, there I have, you know, a couple of male friends. I don't have as many as I used to for that reason. But the people that I know that I can trust as far as being platonic are still within my friend circle. And like, I have no worries about them. Now, again, I don't know how they feel on the end of that. I don't know if they feel any kind of way to me. But because we respect each other and we've made it very clear that nothing will ever happen, I think that's how we're able to maintain that relationship. And if they didn't, weren't okay with that, they wouldn't be my friend. I agree with that. I'm not like, I'm not going to lie. I've had a friend of mine who, I mean, there was one time she was vulnerable as fuck and she literally laid in my band with me and I didn't do shit, but I was interested. Not going to lie. I was interested. I wanted to. Uh, and then eventually later I try to make some movement, try to fucking do some advancements on my own, but she didn't want to. And I was like, you know what? Okay. You know what? Fuck it. All right. You know what? That's okay. But I wanted, and I said so. <laughs> but it's like it doesn't mean that they. It doesn't mean that your friends don't want to, but they're, because there's the level of respect, it's different. Um, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. As I have the brain of a dude, so I know what how it functions. Trust me. Trust me, it's, it's, there's dudes that even go with sexual desire for uh, not so attractive women, let alone the attractive ones. So th there's got to be dudes out there just like, hi, friend, I want to be some more. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. And like, that's what I, I think it just comes down to respect. I mean, that's ultimately what it is, whether you're in a relationship with them or not, when it comes to respecting those boundaries that are put in place. Like, I know for some of my male friends actually are married and have, like, um, or significant others. And I know for a fact, there are certain things that we can't talk about anymore, that we can't, I'm not going to be hanging out with you and having dinner, because dinner is an intimate time for couples. Like, I'm not, after uh, six o'clock, I won't be hanging around with my male friends. I'm not, because... Why? There's nothing we can't do after six that we can do. Or sorry, there's nothing that can be done after six that can be done during the day. Oh, so you have rules for that. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I have rules. Oh. So, like, <laughs> so, I have rules that I follow. Uh, and it's so like there's, <laughs> there's some certainty of certain things there. Oh, yeah. And that's, I make sure that they understand that so that it's not like a breach of our friendship in any sense. I'm like, because I respect you and I respect myself, I'm not going to hang out with you after six o'clock 
because that's a time that I allot for my secret. And, you know, if it's an extreme emergency, that's really the only time I'll breach that. And it's because it's emergency, not because you just want to hang out. Like, there's no reason I should be engaging anything with after that point. If there's a party and my significant is there or with, or with a group of friends, again, that's a different story. But I'm talking about the one-on-one -on -one interactions. There's no need for me to be alone with you after 6 o'clock because that time is for my significant other. That makes sense, yeah. So technically, I'm a hypocrite because if I was in a relationship with someone and that someone did the things that I did with others but not being in a relationship and I would be mad but I did it with others to others and I was okay with it, makes me a hypocrite, right? Yes. I think it does. Okay. It does, yes. Uh, well, I mean, on the flip side, I'd be upset about it too. Like we both understand that's the dynamic that we have. So there's also that goes for like messaging people. Um, most in most cases, like some cases, obviously there are exceptions to that rule. Like somebody will message me and I'll be like, oh hey, you know, I'll talk later. But um, most times, I'm not going to be messaging someone at one o'clock in the morning or two or three o'clock. Like, what do we have to talk about? I can't wait till daylight hours. Like. Those are, that is, that's intimate time. After like 12, 11 o'clock PM, that's intimate time. So whatever well, you want to talk about is probably something I want to. But you also have to understand that there's people who have fucked up sleep schedules like me. So, I mean, most of the times I'm texting you is at like 2, 3 AM in reality. Cause Your it's my time. time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, doesn't matter, doesn't matter, but it's because I have a fucked up sleep schedule. So I, with the time things, I don't know. Um, but the, the, the whole deal, here's the thing. So the like one of the first, she was coming on to me. And it, this was on Second Life. And she was coming on to me very sexually and shit. Like, was, what, what, is, what exactly was I supposed to do? Like, hey, get out of here. No, I don't want... Because I wanted to. And is it really cheating when they are just kind of playing a persona? Yeah. Because second life, so you're kind of like just role-playing, technically? Yeah. It's still cheating? <laughs> yeah. I mean, she did send me news of herself, so... Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, fuck it, dude. <laughs> I love that attitude. Fuck it. She said she she said she wanted to leave her boyfriend because her boyfriend didn't fuck her decently enough. Oh, for fuck's sake! Okay, uh, well, see that that sounds like a relationship problem, and in that moment, she should just leave. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, again, I'm not judging anyone's life because that's their life. I'm not living it. You live your own life. But in my opinion, if I were in that situation, I would just leave because I'm like, obviously, we're not satisfying Ooh, each other. Me or her? No, if I were in that relationship, okay. I would have just left. Because it's yeah, kind of like, if you why were am me, I... you wouldn't leave either. Oh, <laughs> hell no. much. I'm sorry, but oh I have, I've done the same thing, Napoleon. Like, I've, I've been a good guy in that situation, and I've been in, like a terrible person in that situation. I'm with you. Like, Y'all are rude as hell. I'm sorry. But if it's like, if it's not a friend and if it's not like a friend's girl or something like that, I'm not obligated to stop it. 
Oh, oh my heart. Listen, okay. Speaking now of a real life situation outside of like the whole role play second life thing. And, and I have explained this history or this story before uh, with you. I don't, I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast, but I think we've talked about it. But when I was in England, uh, there was this neighbor and she was 29. She had a child, but she had a very rough life. She was always jumping from dude to dude and she was like drinking a lot. She smoked weed every day and smoke weed every day. She literally smoked weed every day. And basically she was going through a rough moment because she felt kind of lost and shit. Uh, I, I know that when, when I left England, she was with a dude and it seemed to be like a, a thing for sure now. But anyway, so we are just sitting on the couch and we are watching, uh, she was showing me a British comedian on my laptop on YouTube. And she, first of all, she did a thing I fucking hated, which is she went snooping around on the fucking cupboards for booze. And I specifically hate that bottle there because I knew that the other guy in the house, the, the technical owner of the house, he wouldn't, like, he, he, he didn't apply respect the way he should apply respect. I don't care how long you know me. I don't care, like, how things are. Listen, when you get to a place where there's two people, uh, or basically, uh, let me rephrase that. I don't care how long you know the other guy i don't care how your relationship with the other guy is just don't go fucking snoop around in the cupboards because i'm here too there's things now inside of this building that are also my property so don't do that don't that's very disrespectful so but anyway she she did she found the, the bottle of jack daniels and she fucking started drinking that shit um, she did pay for it later on. She did pay for it because <laughs> it's a fucking Jack Daniels bottle, dude. That shit's expensive in England. I don't know about uh, <laughs> in America if it's very expensive, but in England it was expensive as fuck. It was like fucking 20 pounds or some shit. So, yeah. But basically, she was just fucking chugging that shit. I had like three glasses because, I mean, hey, you're not going to chug a bottle of Jack Daniels by yourself, woman. Like, whoa. But she she basically had three glasses and she fucking drank the whole thing. Like, she was a beast drinking. Uh, More than me. And I I don't say this lightly, she drank more than I do. So, whoa. And she was fucking, like, she was skinny. For a girl, she was, like, not, not anorexic, but she was quite skinny. Anyway, so we're watching the thing. And she just, like, she just fucking takes off her pants and her panties and turns to me and goes like, I just took off my panties. What now? And I'm like, uh, 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 what? <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, let's, you know? <laughs> nice. Like, what, what, do you, what, what do you expect from that situation? Like, fuck, I'm not going to say no. I'm single. I'm ready to mingle. Fuck it, dude. But 
She uh, wasn't right. really single. She had like a dude, but she I don't think she liked the dude because like three days or four days after the thing happened, she left the dude. And I'm not saying she left the dude because of me, because I know that's not the case. But <laughs> basically, it's like, as I said in the beginning, she had a very like, she, he was, she was she was lost. Okay, she was basically lost. She was just like jumping from dude to dude. Uh, having a fuck here. Listen, nothing. I love the Brit. I love the Brits, but the, the, the Brit girls are fucking crazy. And uh, listen, sex is not taboo for them. Like, there's no taboo for them. Everything's allowed there. This is a Ugh. fucking. It's crazy. That shit's fucking crazy. But hey, you know, I went for it. And she, she was, uh, you know, she was, uh, she was a nice girl. She she was just way too much of a. At some point, she just felt too much of a gold digger. So I just said, <laughs> "No, bye bye, see ya. No more, no more talking." I kind of, I kind of worry about her because I mean, it seems like she was really searching for something. Just the fact that she hopped so frequently from person to person is that she was either looking for something out of them, or just really wasn't sure what she was looking for. So she's just seeking. For the, just for the sake of finding, and it, it makes me a little sad because I'm like you, you know, there are other ways to achieve that same result. I mean, again, no judgment here. This is purely my observation and my opinion about something. People live their lives the way they see fit, but it just kind of makes me sad because it seemed like she was just looking. I think for she was looking for a dude who could support her and their child. That's, I think that's what she was looking for. And she found it. That makes it. a lot of sense. She found it, because basically... Good. Yeah, okay. yeah. I think, I think they're still together, some shit, but... I think that's what she was looking for. She was looking for a dude who was, like, financially stable, and wasn't a f complete fucking dipshit that could support him, her, and the child. Because I think she had, like, a thing. She was on benefits, too. Um... So she was on a, th I don't know, I don't, I don't think it's multiple sclerosis, but it was, it was something that didn't allow her to work, basically. So she was mm. on benefits due to that. I feel bad. But yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's a shame that she felt that that was the way she could kind of snag something like that. And I know it's hard for some women when they are a single because I, they, they don't. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think she was doing that while she was just like jumping around. I don't think she was jumping around trying to find that dude. I think it was she was jumping around just having fun just for the sake of it. Honestly. Uh, uh, she, she was just she was a party animal. You know, it's like, hey, we got booze. We got some fucking weed and shit like, woo, let's do it. Wait. Where was her kid during all this? Ah, uh, you know, with, uh, at home, sleeping. With people. What the hell? Wait, alone? Yeah. How old was this kid? Uh, I think it was five, six, some shit like that. Oh my god. Mmm. Alright. My life. Hush, Mishnomer. Not your life. I mean, when, when the, 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 the part with me, that happened, like, way late. 
You know what I mean? Like that was really late. That was like the by the time we were finished, it was 4 a.m. So we must must have started at like 2:30 a.m. Some shit like that. It wasn't that long. We didn't do that much. Uh, I did some. I did some. 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 Some frontal. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? I expect I um. Oh, what the? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't much. It wasn't much. But all right, hey, you know what? It's been over two hours, and let us put an end to it. Uh, it was a good conversation. And basically, yeah, to the people that listen to us, thank you very much for listening. All right. We are going to maybe be doing some changes to future podcasts. But you know what? Subscribe to whatever platform it is that you prefer. We're available on CastBox, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Spreaker, Google Podcasts. If you have a vehicle... You can, uh, if you have, I think if you have a vehicle with the speakers, uh, smart speakers or whatever it's called, you can just go like something, something, play Mesa Thoughts podcast and it plays podcast. If you have Alexa, it also plays on Alexa. If you have, uh, what's the other thing? The Amazon Echo thing. It also plays that. It plays everywhere, dude. Everywhere. It plays everywhere. So... Thank you very much for listening, and I'm going to be saying my goodbyes. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys very much once again. See you guys next week, and I'll let the other two members here say their goodbyes. All right, everybody. This is Miss Nomer, and thank you for into thoughts. I look forward to speaking with you again next week, where we'll have many more topics to discuss. So, have a good week. Let everybody see y'all next week.